find me on only one social media platform which is instagram the podcast page is tcbl podcast and my personal page is at k the rebel if you have questions comments or inquiries like to do a collaboration like to be a part of the black owned business segment that i am currently doing my email address is this can't single letter b l y f e at gmail.com Um, If you are new here, thank you for coming through to uh, check a sister out. I also like to take the time to acknowledge um, whoever is listening in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know who you are, but thank you so much for the love. As it looks like you've kind of been listening to the new episodes and going back and listening to some of the old ones. I truly appreciate that because I think it just shows like the growth in me as a podcaster um, overall. So you don't just come here and just you're fixated on the new episodes but you also get to see you know what things were like for me what some of my struggles and trials and tribulations when I first started doing this this week um I just couldn't come up with any topic that would be like heartfelt or something that I was passionate about so I was like I'm gonna just do a purge you know um and this will be like uh the volume six I believe yeah the sixth one that I've done And I'm going to dive right into it. Um, First, I want to talk about um, one of the love languages, which is actually um, my secondary love language. It's words of affirmation. My primary love language is actually quality time. However, even though I thrive off of words of affirmation a lot, um, I also like to give that back to other people. I think it's 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 an important love language to speak to to anybody, whether it's your child or another family member, your friend, your partner. And I just feel like so many of us fall short with giving those words of affirmation to our friends, our friends specifically. And I don't know if maybe you don't even notice that you're doing it. It just could be a subconscious thing, but I feel like you should try to make note to do it at least once or twice a week. For me, I like to give my friends affirmations, you know, every chance I can, every moment I see them, and I want them to know that I see them and I see the good in them. Like just yesterday, I had to tell my friend, like, I see what she's doing with her fashion career. I see her relationship is flourishing with her dude. She's only been a mom for almost a year, and she's, motherhood looks so good on her. And I just let her know. I took a moment to let her know, like, you're doing your thing. I see you. I don't know if anybody told you you was doing your thing. I don't know if you ever dealt yourself, but in this moment, do not. You got this. You popping. I love it. I have another friend um, who he uh, goes to some type of school. I don't know, for construction or 
carpentry or whatever it is and I know he was saying that he was just so tired of it and he wanted to give up and I'm like no you are doing what you're supposed to do like you got two daughters you are trying to secure the bag keep going like it's dope that you're there yeah it's annoying I don't not many people do like school but just think about the bigger picture or the fact that you even took the step to say I'm gonna do this to make me even closer to my financial goals and make me closer to success um, I had another friend that was telling me that he was going through something and, um, you know, he was like, oh, you know, it's just like life's kind of hitting him, you know, a little rough. And I'm just like, you're going to be all right. You know, I checked in with him often and then things ended up making a turnaround like a week later. And I was just glad that I let him know, like, you're going to be good. You know, just keep going forward. Don't look back. Fuck all the negativity. Like, you got this. And um, my best friend, of course, shout out to at Woody Impress, aka Natasha, who's come on here. Like, I give her words of affirmation all the time. Like, whatever it is that she wants to do, I just need to gas her up. I feel the need to because I love her. I want to let her know, like, you pop in, you know, whatever. And I know that there's some people, like, on social media that will be, like, negative and, like, oh, you're dick-riding somebody or you're sweating them or you're doing whatever. No. If I fuck with you wholeheartedly and I'm feeling what you're doing and I respect it wholeheartedly, I am going to acknowledge it, whether it's on socials or off of socials, period. And I just think some other people should really try to do that. I ain't saying if you my friend and you my circle that you got to do it for me necessarily, like, all the time. This is just a, a PSA for everybody. Let your friends know when they're fucking popping and when they're doing the damn thing. The next thing I want to talk about is um, self-awareness. Like, I know, I think last episode or even a couple of episodes before, like on Scared of Beautiful, I was just talking about, you know, the me reinventing myself and having to discover new things about myself and that one of the things that I've noticed, and I actually had this conversation with my therapist, I was like, she asked me, like, what, how do you feel any different than what you did, like, let's just say around your birthday, when you first said, like, this was going to be a rebirth? And I was like, I don't know what it is, but I'm so aware of self. And, like, my spirit and everything is so in tune with the universe, like, I know what I do like, what I don't like. And there's like no swing of that. Like I'm, I'm my, my vision is just clear. I know who's for me. I know who's not. Even if it's not a he say, she say thing or anybody's not coming back and telling me things, I know when somebody's talking about me. I know when somebody's plotting on me. Like I'm just, and I guess it's because I'm, I'm more focused because the previous years of my life spent, you know, um, being around negativity or um, being in like a dark place or feeling sad or mad about stuff or whatever. So now it's just like, woo, like I, my senses, everything. I just, I can kind of predict which way certain things are going to go. I could wake up at three in the morning and I'm waking up because the universe or the Lord is, or higher powers are trying to tell me something like I, I know I know I know I know and I've never been this in tune with myself mentally emotionally spiritually and physically and I'm so 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 very proud of myself and if there's anybody out there who has not got to this point and, and you are struggling you will get there 
you will get there. You just have to rid yourself of all of those things that, that are, are distracting you from being aligned with your inner self, if that makes sense. Um, next thing I wanted to address, I know I'm late to the discussion. I'm like super late, maybe like three weeks late, maybe four weeks, who knows? I, who's even fucking counting? But I know that when everybody heard, you know, or Sweetie announced that her and Quavo split, and she obviously, the tweets that she had posted at that time, you know, alluded, you know, that it was due to infidelity. And at that time, because I just had some other stuff going on, and I, in the episodes I was recording, there was no way I could have, like, tied it in. So, you know, it's not too late to address it, because I feel like this, this is a topic that should be talked about no matter what day it is. But, you know, when she was, you know, living in her truth in that moment, like she was just tired of suffering or pretending and forgiving a man over and over for his indiscretions and his infidelity and this, that, and the other. And so many people are coming out, oh, you know, this is how relationship goes. And, oh, and she was fronting the whole time. You, was, you wasn't even happy, sis, or you're this and that. I'm speaking for myself that has been in those predicaments and so many other women out there. We owe nobody anything. The moment or moments or all the, however many incidents there are with infidelity or any shortcomings that happen in a woman's relationship with her partner, she doesn't have to make a public service announcement that it's happening, okay? Um... I'm sure she tells who she feels that she needs to, whoever's close in her circle. She's not supposed to come to social media and let everybody know. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I know the times that it's happened to me. I, I didn't. Um, yeah, just come out telling everybody. Um, those moments when you are feeling sad about it, you don't have to show your tears to the world or your heartbreak or your pain. You don't have to. I don't, maybe that's not what she wanted us. Maybe that wasn't the version that she wanted us to see of her, okay? I mean, and at the same time, it's not, it's not a, a, a pretending. That is actually someone being strong and trying not to let that situation break them and they're working towards I guess trying to have a positive outlook, whether it's they're going to stay in a relationship and forgive and hope he's not going to do it again or whatever. But let women sit in that. You know, people do suffer in silence in relationships. I know that I have. I have. And there's been plenty of people, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know you were going through this. I didn't know you happened. You wasn't fucking supposed to. You wasn't supposed to. Or when people are asking Oh, well, how are you doing and you're checking in? Maybe sometimes the first thing that wants to come out of somebody's mouth is not about their, their relationship. Hey, you know, I'm over here just getting cheating on and, you know, we're working it out. Who wants to say that? No one wants to just come out and say that. I, I, it's just, it's, it's not like a, a normal thing because another thing y'all are getting so fucked up is that relationships are between two people. I understand that infiltration is at an all-time high as usual. Someone's always intervening or interjecting themselves into other people's relationships. However, again, nobody owes you anything. They don't have to tell you nothing. However, before there's anybody that tries to 
find the flaws in this argument. I am not by any means encouraging people to save face, which is something completely different. Saving face means that you sit and you suffer in silence and you get cheated on and no one knows about it and you go to extreme lengths to hide it, but then when other people are getting cheated on, then I guess you feel the need to comment as if it's never happened to you or something like that. Now, yeah, shit like that is corny, period, on period. It always has been, always will be. That's why me, anybody who's been a faithful listener of this podcast, I've never disrespected or downed any woman that stays for cheating. I don't even care how many times you stayed for cheating. My um, saying has always been like, I don't, like my forgiveness doesn't run that deep. You know, it, it, it doesn't. So, um, yeah, again, like a lot of people, a lot of these celebrities that, that you idolize, even people that you may be close friends with or are in a circle with and you see them posting their relationship, some of them are suffering in silence. I mean, it is what it is. It's life. It happens. But again, the reaction afterwards, once the truth is revealed, it's, it's ignorant as fuck. And some of y'all just need to be quiet. Like, let it go. It is what it is. Um, now I want to also talk about um, relationships in regards to um, examples or things that we could set for our daughters. And this is coming from me who is the mother of a soon-to-be 16-year-old um, girl. And um, I want to share a little tiny antidote, um, you know, with you guys. And um, earlier this week, it was the cutest thing in the world. Um, my daughter, probably like two years ago, exchanged numbers with a, a young gentleman. And they've always talked and they've always been friends. And I guess over time, you know, she has developed a crush over him. So she asked me, could he come over so she could braid his hair? And I'm like, sure. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not one of those mothers that's like, oh, my gosh, it's somebody of the opposite sex. He can't come over. You can come over here as long as you don't think you're going to be laying up in her bed and doors are closed and all that. You can come through. I don't have a problem with that. You know, I'd rather her be here than be somewhere at his house. At least I can control what's happening here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, the young gentleman, very handsome, by the way, he comes over, and my poor baby girl, it was at this moment I knew, A, she still has her innocence, and B, that she really does have a crush because she invited him over here to braid his hair, knowing that she cannot cornrow. So I sit there, and I'm just like, let's see how long it's going to take for her to really admit, because that she invited this this young man over here with false pretenses and she knows good a deal well she cannot cornrow okay she could probably do singles but not cornrow so they're in there they're talking they're laughing they're having a good time um and then finally she just sends the text like okay mom you're gonna have to bail me out so i came in there and then we joked about it you know me her and the young gentleman and then of course i started braiding his hair and at that point i took the opportunity to get to know him um he was very open telling me about his plans and for college and how he plays football and how he's so focused and he works and this, that, and other. And then, um, you know, I gave the gentleman um, a ride home and then afterwards I had a conversation with my daughter when me and my daughter are, are in the car and I'm just like, hey, you know, Mari, you like this guy? And she's like, you know, I'm like, it's okay if you like him. I was like, that young man right there, that's 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 the making of top tier black men 
And that right there, sweetie, that's what I want for you. That right there. I said, please, please, whatever you do, do not date raggedies like your mama did. Please don't. You know, don't procreate with raggedies like your mama did. Don't do that either. And this isn't just me like downing people from my past. It's, it's me living in my truth and my reality. Like I don't want that shit for my daughter at all. I just don't. And then after that, I kind of basically gave her a very mild speech and just, you know, like some pardon words for her to take with her to, when she navigates through life or when it comes to dating. And I just was encouraging her to never, ever, ever, ever date down. Date down. Don't. Always date a man who has a plan and wants to elevate and is a man of high vibrations, that has confidence, that has a good relationship with his mother, that has manners, that has money. Yeah, and I'm going to say that too. I'm saying it. I'm not encouraging her to be a gold digger, but he needs to. Like, for instance, the little boy was already showing independence. Like, oh, I'm going to get an Uber home. He wasn't even expecting a ride. or his, He didn't want his mom to come back out and come pick him up. And then I just told him to save his money and I would give him. But I like the fact that he was already being groomed to be independent. And shout out to his parents, whoever they are. I, I, maybe I'll meet them someday. They're doing great. So that can be a, 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 a black man that is a potential partner for the upcoming youth like my daughter. You know, not saying that my daughter's future all has to be based around her relationships, but I mean, my daughter's a beautiful girl and the bottom line is she's gonna be in relationships, she's gonna date. And, and that is an example of what I want for her. And I want her to set that as her standard. No settling, no settling, ever. And again, anybody else listening to this, keep encouraging your daughters to date up and never date down. And while we're talking about like successful men and dating upwards, that is a great segue to um, this post that the game uh, made this week that's got like everybody in a frenzy. And in case you didn't see it, but I don't know how you wouldn't have, it's been everywhere. The game tweeted, but then he also put it on his page. Maybe I'm old school, but my woman ain't paying one damn bill, not rent. Not mortgage, not a car note, not nails, hair, clothes, phone, or groceries. If you're taking care of home, cooking, and fucking the shit out of me, life is on me, period. So, I mean, even I was in the comments like, hey, energy, like, yes, okay, like, I always had a crush on you. What's that? What's that? And, you know, there was plenty of other women that had that response, too. And I can honestly say that, um... Being an independent woman is all I know. Um, it was embedded in me since I was a young girl. It's all I know is to be an independent woman. You don't take no handouts from no nigga. You don't depend on no nigga. You don't let a nigga swipe the rug away from you. Like, it's no secret. Everybody knows that I'm currently, you know, um, pending a divorce, and my lifestyle has not changed at all, especially not in the financial aspect. Um because I was always taught to make sure that you can always stand on your own two feet and not depend on no man. But I ain't gonna lie. The past couple of uh, months or so, for 2021, I've been thinking, hey, I might let a motherfucker pay a bill. 
or something out this motherfucker. I just might. Why not? I'm not looking for somebody to come and be my complete sponsor, and I'm definitely never going to just quit my job and operate the way that the game says. But yes, if you want to pay a bill and, and you're dating me, yes, pay one. That'll be great. If you want to take me on a trip and I don't have to pay for anything, yes, I'm accepting. This prideful and super independent woman thing, no. You want to take my car and you want to wash it and you want to clean it, yes. I'm not going to be, oh, you don't really have to do that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So, yeah. I'm not on board with him 100% because, I, I mean, that's just too much. I mean, I'm, I, I feel like I should be getting my own hair and my nails done because it's my responsibility to keep myself up whether I'm attached to a man or not. But, yes, I'm accepting whatever you're giving, whatever gifts you want to give. Or even if you want to buy me something really expensive, I'm not going to say, oh, maybe we shouldn't go go here and, and we can go here and say, no, just give me the cream of the crop. Yeah, I'm with it. Seriously, because at least if you end up going through some bullshit and then at least you may get a little something, something out of it, you know, like that's just my, that's where my mindset is now. I don't give a fuck if you want to refute my argument, what your opinion is or what your comments are. I said what I said. And everybody knows that the purge episodes are never usually long. Um, and I think the last thing that I wanted to purge about are people who are loud and wrong. I don't know. The past couple of weeks, those kind of people have been getting to me. It's been happening in the workplace. Always the first person to have their damn mouths going. Reacting first and either never fact-checking fact or fact-checking second. Like, honestly, I'm so over it. Like, please... You guys are loud and wrong. Just stop it. Or those people that, I can use this as an example. They listen to like a couple of episodes of this podcast. Maybe even could have one or two conversations with me. And oh my gosh, they just know me. They've got me all figured out. And she's this and she's that. Loud and wrong. You don't know me. You don't, you haven't experienced me in my entirety. Like, also, newsflash, I'm an emotional person. So whatever day I showed up, and who knows what feeling I had, and because I'm a person of passion, so that emotion could have been on 10 that day. Then I can come back and I can completely regroup and be on to something else, but you don't get to see that version of me. And you're not even entitled to that version of me. So again, loud and wrong. Or there's these people that like to project or de or deflect. Always got something to say about everybody. Everybody's always doing this wrong. Somebody didn't fall short and that they're always so quick to point out the flaw in anything, but they never seem to point out any flaws within themselves. Loud and wrong. So all I'm saying is lower your volume and try to come correct because you're wrong. Yeah, loud and wrong is terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's disgusting to me, honestly. And I, I don't know what's what's been going on, but I've I've just been been experiencing it, and it's just like, it's, it's, it's too much, honestly. Um, that is going to be, I think that's it for me. I can't think of anything else I would wanna purge about today. 
that is all. And um, I will see you guys next week. Love, peace, stay safe, and all that other good stuff. I'm out.